Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to Free For All Friday. Joining us now, as promised, a special guest. He is a three-time NCAA champion as a coach, and today he is helping contribute to a great cause while being allowed to play golf in the process. That sounds like a pretty cool combination. UNC's Roy Williams coaches might not be quite as cool as winning a national championship, but it sounds like you're having a great day in Chapel Hill. Well, it is. Uh, weather's perfect. Uh, uh, trying to play golf. It's the first golf I've played all year. <laughs> I've hit some balls a few times, but this is actually the first time I've been out. And, and you're right. It's just a great cause. Uh, SECU House and things that they do is just fantastic. Well, the website we're going to direct folks to is secufamilyhouse.org. It's too late for folks to play golf today, obviously, but the birthday party is tonight at 6 o'clock, and there are still tickets available available at secufamilyhouse.org. They're 90% of their way to the capital campaign goal, so we can help them get over the top. Again, secufamilyhouse.org. Get your tickets to tonight's birthday party at uh, 6 o'clock at that website. I don't know how frequently you've been over there, Coach, but I know that families who travel a long distance to UNC hospitals often need help, uh, a place to stay, uh, among other assistants. What can you tell us about about the rest of this goal because it looks like whereas they have 40 rooms they're turning away a lot of other people who need rooms and they want to expand this great idea well it is a great idea i've been involved with them for several years i think uh probably four or five years ago, two two or three years in a row, I was the honorary chairman, uh, which meant I did nothing, but they used my name and I showed up. But uh, uh, one year I got into a very heavy bidding award for a uh, golf cart that was Carolina Blue, and uh, I, I won the won the auction. Uh, so it's, it's something that I have been involved in, and I do think it's just a fantastic situation. You know, it's, it's not for the local people, but for people who uh, are traveling as you said, from long distances to come in, and it's just a fantastic uh, opportunity for, for us to raise more money, to do more things, to provide more accommodations for people who are coming in to be with sick ones. Imagine a loved one needing a life-saving procedure or dealing with a serious illness. This is how it works. UNC Hospitals is a great place to treat such things, but the family and friends sometimes need a place to stay. Again, the website, secufamilyhouse.org. We think of you always when it comes to basketball we think of you pretty regularly when it comes to golf as well did you watch the masters recently have you played at augusta national what else goes through your golf fan mind when you see the world's best going at it it truly is my favorite golf events to watch on TV is Sunday afternoon at the Masters. And last week I had a big week of travel. I was three states in the upper Midwest, uh, Minnesota, Illinois, and South Dakota, and got back late, late, late Saturday night, or I should say early Sunday morning. And uh, so I had Sunday uh, uh, to watch the entire deal, and I just loved it. It was some of the greatest golf I've ever seen. And uh, Patrick Reed showed some tremendous toughness hanging on because uh, Rick Fowler was coming at him, and Jordan Spieth was just off the charts, and, and I enjoyed watching Tiger, too, and uh, you know, everyone was a little disappointed in Tiger showing, and I'm thinking, my gosh, the guy hadn't played really in three years and uh, had throughout three tournaments under his belt, and he shoots 69 on the last day, so I had a lot of things to really enjoy. You mentioned that you had not played in quite a while prior to this morning's event. Uh, have you played at Augusta National? Have you crossed off most of the items on your golf course bucket list? Thank <laughs> you. 
I've, I've crossed off most most of them. Uh, uh, I've played at Augusta. I'm I'm embarrassed to even say I've probably played 20 rounds. Wow! At wow! And just absolutely love it. Uh, uh, I have a good friend that was uh, uh, takes me down there and um, takes me as his guest about every year, and we just have a great time. I've I've had some pretty good rounds. I had one uh, one day that I thought this is really something. Uh, we started on 10. And I uh, played pretty well on the back, and I get to number seven. So it's three more holes, seven, eight, nine, and I'm only one over par. Whoa. And I hit a shot, uh, and uh, from the left side of the fairway, pin was tucked right behind the left bunker. And when I hit it, my caddy said, that's eating it up, coach. And it came down about uh, half a foot short and plugged right in the top <sighs> of the bunker. And I had to go out sideways and didn't get it out and then went long and ended up making a seven and walking off the hole and was still a little uh, fired up and, uh, and bogey 9-2, so I ended up being 5-over for the round, but uh, I was really very confident, really uh, cocky at that point, and then they tiger-proofed it and made it a lot harder, is the way I say it, too. Coach, how the heck, what was your handicap at the time that you shot 5-over at Augusta National? Well, David, I was a high school golf coach, too, which was really cheating because I got to play with my guys every day, uh, practiced or played, and then played with my buddies on Saturday and Sunday before our kids were born. So it, uh, uh, at that time, I, I have had it down to a three is as wow. low as I've ever had it. But uh, uh, I've had some rounds that I just thought this is about as good as it gets. And lately I've had a lot of those rounds like, uh, what in the world am I doing? All my uh, buddies that we uh, uh, compete a little bit Last year, they were sending uh, limos for me, helicopters for me, making sure that I showed up because uh, they beat me to death. But I'm aiming for a big comeback this summer. UNC coach Roy Williams is joining us on the David Glenn Show. He's part of a great event today. Learn more at the website, secufamilyhouse.org. They are 90% of the way to their capital campaign goal, but they need you to help them get over the top. Learn more at that website. Coach, a lot of these things we're talking about are just kind of fun, and, and in some cases, is goofy or in some cases serious uh, given the, the need for this money for people who need it. Uh, but there was another relatively serious matter recently in the Carolina family, if you will. There was the celebration of life for Woody Durham. Mm -hmm. uh, I was actually a North Carolina sportscaster of the year, and I'll never forget. You know, Woody won it so many times that they should have probably just renamed it the Woody Durham Award. And I'll <laughs> I think they should name it right? that. I agree. Maybe so. And I'll never forget him congratulating me, you know, just a sports radio goofball at this time at this stage of my career what can you share what with us changed, David? <laughs> <laughs> i used to be a writer and a, you know a, a, an editor and more serious journalist coach okay, now i'm just, I got you. I just now, wanted to check in sports radio you know you, you actually you probably read my stuff and thought it might have been half intelligent but on on this show we're goofing around half the time mm -hmm. but well i think you have to do that to maintain your sanity to do this true amen amen to that but when it comes to woody and his legacy and his memory. He, he impacted the broadcasting world. He's one of the most famous voices in North Carolina in college sports history. How will you remember him and his impact on the Carolina family and the rest of your universe? Well, I, David, I think you're exactly right. If I were a, a person in that world, in the broadcasting world, I would think of Woody as uh, probably the most prepared person I've ever known. His preparation before the game and the knowledge of the people, the names, the numbers, the tendencies, I think was just off the charts. And, and you know, when I was, uh, uh, he started when I was a student here. And then when I was a high school coach, I used to listen to the football and basketball games on the radio and, and then came back and spent five years here as an assistant. And, 
and did some things, even drove the copies of the TV show around the state. So I had a lot of uh, opportunities to be with and around Woody. And I think if I were in that world, it would be as preparation as a coach at North Carolina. My thought process is uh, how much he loved University of North Carolina yeah. athletics, how much he loved the university, how much he loved the, the players and the coaches. And, uh, and uh, I think at each and every year he tried to get better. It wasn't just continually the old school Woody. I think he tried to get better, to use more things to, to make him be more effective. And he was just the, he was the epitome of the professional when it came to doing his job. Coach, this year, because Villanova won the national championship, there's a lot of conversation about how you won with veteran players and how some others with one and dones fell by the wayside. Can you remind us in the general sense, you've had a Marvin Williams or a Brandon Wright or a Tony Bradley just a year ago that did jump after one year in your program, but you have had a lot of other guys who hang around. How do you approach your role in a process that includes a young man and his life and his career and his family and probably other advisors as well. Well, yeah, it, it's uh, nowadays everybody's got more advisors than they did five years ago and 100 more than they did 10 or 15 <laughs> years ago. Uh, but I think that uh, up until this season, Kentucky had had more guys leave early for the NBA than anybody, and we were second. Now, we don't have as many one-and-dones as Duke and maybe a couple of other programs, but we've had got a lot, ton of guys leave early. But for us, I always tell them that, hey, if that's your dream and you play well enough for us to that happen, then that means we're winning a lot of games. So I like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of the other schools always try to recruit against us and say I'm against one and dones, and that's far from the truth. I've tried to recruit those over the last four years and gotten almost none of those guys. <laughs> and uh, you know, so you got to figure out how to compete a different way. But it is. It's uh, my job. Number one is to win games. If I don't win, I get fired. But my job number one a is to help each one of those young men in our situation reach their own dreams and goals. And if that's after one year, two years, or three years. Uh, that's up to them. I tell me, tell them, tell me what you want to do. And the only thing that I ask for them is that while you are here, the University of North Carolina and the entire part of being at the University of North Carolina has got to be extremely important to you. What you do on the court, what you do in the classroom, what you do in the community, while you're here, that's got to be the utmost importance. But, you know, what you're looking at, I had uh, guys tell me, as, as you mentioned, Marvin Williams. I mean, somebody said, gosh, don't you think it would have been better for Marvin to stay another year and I said no I mean he was the second pick in the draft right. millions and millions of dollars and and you can't say okay body now I, I didn't come uh, to the NBA until I was 22 and now I'm 36 so those four years that I missed let me have them on the end of my career right the NBA career is a very precise short window and you've got to play there as much as you can the only the only thing it is some people get a little mixed up John Henson's dad had the best statement he said coach it's not how quickly you get there it's how ready are you when you get there yeah. because that way you stay longer and you get drafted in a higher spot and make more money and all of those things but it's a uh, you know I, I love kids that have that dream and most of my guys do have that dream and I'm okay with it well I know this will not surprise you but we've had Marvin Williams as a guest on this show for over a decade and the day that he joined us coach where he said I feel like I did jump at the right time I do have millions of dollars in the bank and oh by the way I gradually got my Carolina degree so he was beaming when he sh I forget how long it took him mm -hmm. but he just said well doesn't that sound like a story with a happy ending right right I mean you think about it it was over nine summers wow and the other thing that I'm really 
really proud of until somebody tells me differently, but we haven't been able to find anybody. In 2005 was the first year we won the championship, Marvin's freshman year, and he left. So that was the start of the one and done. The prior to that, they could leave straight out of high school. Yeah. I think Marvin Williams is the only one and done in the country that has gone back and completely wow. gotten his college degree. So we're very proud of him, to say the least. I know you had a UNC banquet this week. Are you at the point where when you talk about three senior leaders next year in Cam Johnson, Luke May, and Kenny Williams, like can you break some news for us right now does that mean they're staying for their senior year is there any is there any need for Kirshner to put out a media release you know that that those guys are staying or does the lack of I'm um, leaving um, is that enough well, it's a, it's a hard question to answer. We always go through the evaluation process with the NBA early undergraduate committee, and we always go through the process of me calling uh, NBA scouts, general managers, and finding out what they think about our guys. Uh, you know, there's plenty of time, I think, and here this is a think, but I think uh, April 22nd is yes. the first time is yes. when you have to declare a buy. So right now we're gathering information, uh, uh, you know, I did put a lot of pressure uh, on those three guys at the banquet uh, uh, Wednesday night to tell them I expected them to be fantastic <laughs> leaders, but that could change. You yeah. know, it, it really just depends on each individual situation and all the information we get between now and then. Last thing for you, the FBI investigation of college basketball has ensnared NC State uh, in more detailed ways here lately. I'm sure you don't want to get too specific on any, any details, but you, you had recruited Dennis Smith Jr. for a while. Mm -hmm. When when folks ask you about you know corruption in college basketball, is there a long list of examples in your career? And I don't mean specifically NC State in this case, but just generally, have you had to stop recruiting a lot of guys because you found out somebody was funneling tens of thousands of dollars to them? Uh, no. When you could start talking in those terms, I'm I'm the neo neophyte. I don't have any idea. I'm so daggum naive about that kind of stuff. We make decisions early whether we think it's going to be a legit situation and that can vary from you know too much control too little control yeah. you know everything that uh, I want the situation to be where I'm really going to enjoy the young man enjoy his family North Carolina is going to be important to him and when then we decide okay do we have a chance you know and there's a lot of those wanted duns that uh, you know at Duke or Kentucky shoot I recruited most of them yeah it's just that we couldn't get those guys uh, but we recruited Dennis Smith uh, and thought he was a wonderful prospect and thought he was going to be a big time player and uh, for us I cannot give you gosh what about this is 30 years as a head coach 10 years as an assistant I cannot give you a handful of specific situations where somebody rec recruited, beat us on a recruit because they cheated, because I'm just not in that world. Yeah. And people uh, look at us, look at me, look at our university and, and say, hey, uh, that's not our kind of ball game. And so we're never been approached by like that. I have never had anybody, never had anybody ask me for, me for money. Never have. And uh, yet we know there's some things that go on that I wish were not going on. Uh, but I feel very, very 
very comfortable about the, the quality of the kids that we try to recruit. And, and like I say, I love Dennis Smith. Gosh, I, I wanted Dennis Smith here, but it didn't work out. We we thought we were doing really well, and then we were not. And so it was the kind of thing that his decision was made. But, uh, you know, there are some problems going on. Uh, I'm very lucky that I see very few of those problems just because of the way we run the programs. We're never in those scenarios. His name is Roy Williams. He is fresh off the golf course. He is, or at least those around him, are heading to a birthday party tonight, <laughs> 6 o'clock. Uh, one more time, the website, secufamilyhouse.org. Attend a fun event and raise money for a great cause. Visit that website for more details. Coach, it's great to hear your voice. I hope you enjoy uh, the part of your offseason where you're not running around on the recruiting trail and otherwise like a chicken with your head cut off. <laughs> uh, and, and as always, thanks for the time, you know, in this goofy sports radio world on the David Glenn Show. Well, David, I appreciate it. I am running around recruiting a little while longer, but uh, uh, before the end of the spring, I am going to tee it up in several good places, including uh, down at Augusta. So hopefully I'll good break 100. Good to hear. Roy Williams, not always just five over par at Augusta National. Correct. What a great story, man. <laughs> what a fun coach to talk to. Roy Williams, part of a great event all day, really. The golf tournament earlier today, the birthday party, as they're calling it. It's not Roy's birthday, for those who don't know. It's the SECU Family House's birthday. Go to the website, secufamilyhouse.org. They're 90% of the way to a capital campaign goal. You can help them get over the top. You know, Gary Williams, not the Maryland coach, but the guy who does the Golf Channel's morning drive, he was the MC earlier today. I think he'll be at the birthday party tonight as well. It's basically a 40-room place where they host the families of those who are receiving life-saving procedures or dealing with serious illnesses as patients at UNC hospitals. And this SECU family house houses the folks that are the support, usually family and close friends who are there to support the patients themselves. Certainly, you can support a lot more people with a lot more than 40 rooms. The way they tell the story, they have to turn away two out of every three guests who are referred by the patient's medical care team just because they don't have enough room. That's, the, that's what sparked the desire for a renovation. That's what sparked this multi-million dollar capital campaign. They are 90 percent of the way there but you can help them get over the top visit the website secufamilyhouse.org appreciate roy williams of carolina dropping by